You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. And sure. All the way, I'm not trying to pass the buck here, but the reality is the Affordable Care Act is no longer affordable. It's a very serious uh, problem, the escalation of the cost of the insurance under the Affordable Care Act. Governor Mark Dayton said... That was Governor Mark Dayton of the great state of Minnesota. As we were talking about last week, uh, we wanted to uh, play his comments on this issue, and it's just uh, becoming something that... um, as I, I, I recall, our friend uh, Grant, a contributor on the program, once said the only bipartisan vote on the Affordable Care Act was a no vote. Um, and um, we're starting to get some bipartisan um, reaction against it. And so appropriately so, in in St. Louis last Sunday, we had the, the pr- second presidential debate, and this question came up. So let's go ahead and play our, our first uh, clip uh who do we have lined up here, Matt? We've got, uh, do we have Secretary Clinton lined up first, I yes. believe? Yes, sir. Okay, so we'll go with her first. Well, I think Donald was about to say he's going to solve it by repealing it and getting rid of uh, the Affordable Care Act. And I'm going to fix it because I agree with you. Premiums have gotten too high, copays, deductibles, prescription drug costs. And I've laid out a series of actions that we can take to try to get those costs down. But here's what I don't want people to forget when we're talking about reining in the cost, which has to be uh, the highest priority of the next uh, president. When the Affordable Care Act passed, it wasn't just that 20 million people got insurance who didn't have it before, but that in and of itself was a good thing. I meet these people all the time and they tell me what a difference having that insurance meant to them and their families. But everybody else, the 170 million of us who get health insurance through our employers got big benefits. Number one, insurance companies can't deny you coverage because of a pre-existing condition. Number two, no lifetime limits, which is a big deal if you have serious health problems. Number three, women can't be charged more than men for our health insurance, which is the way it used to be before the Affordable Care Act. Number four, If you're under 26 and your parents have a policy, you can be on that policy until the age of 26, something that didn't happen before. So I want very much to save what works and is good about the Affordable Care Act. But we've got to get costs down. We've got to provide some additional help to small businesses so that they can afford uh, to provide health insurance. But if we repeal it, as Donald has proposed, and start over again, All of those benefits I just mentioned are lost to everybody, not just people who get their health insurance on the exchange. So we'll stop there and and talk a little bit about that. Alan, you stood up out of your chair. Are you okay over there? Well, she didn't offer anything new. It's the same old garbage. I mean, none of it's worked. She what what in there? She said all this stuff was good. But oh, I want to I want to improve it. Well, what? Because okay. at the end of the day, when you hear what Secretary Clinton said, she just drew a line in the sand and didn't offer anything for people to have relief. Okay, let's let's keep playing. Let's listen more. Health insurance coverage—that's the highest we've ever been in our country. Secretary Clinton, so I want us up. to get to a hundred percent, but get costs down 
and keep quality up. Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. All right, now you got to analyze a Trump, okay? Oh, don't worry. Great question, and it's maybe the question I get almost more than anything else outside of defense. Obamacare is a disaster. You know it. We all know it. It's going up at numbers that nobody's ever seen worldwide. It's nobody's ever seen numbers like this for health care. It's only getting worse. In 17, it implodes by itself. Their method of fixing it is to go back and ask Congress for more money, more and more money. And we have right now almost $20 trillion in debt. Obamacare will never work. It's very bad, very bad health insurance, far too expensive. And not only expensive for the person that has it, unbelievably expensive for our country. It's going to be one of the biggest line items very shortly. We have to repeal it and replace it with something absolutely much less expensive and something that works where your plan can actually be tailored. We have to get rid of the lines around the state, artificial lines, where we stop insurance companies from coming in and competing because they want, and President Obama and whoever was working on it, they want to leave those lines because that gives the insurance companies essentially monopolies. We want competition. You will have the finest health care plan there is. She wants to go to a single-payer plan, which would be a disaster, somewhat similar to Canada. And if you ever notice, the Canadians, when they need a big operation, when something happens, they come into the United States in many cases. I don't know if I heard much specifics from him either. Did you? No, I didn't hear any specifics, but I will say this. Okay, so let's break this down. So the first thing that he said was eliminate the, the lines around the states. <laughs> These lines. <laughs> well, okay, so, so here's my problem with the line, the, the eliminating lines. Well, companies like United Health and Anthem already sell in multiple states. The, license, the insurance companies have to be licensed in each state and show that they contract with a number of hospitals and doctors, right? Mm -hmm. How do you, if, okay, so first off, we've got contraction through consolidation of insurance companies, right? And hospitals. And, and hospitals and all these other things. So from, a, from a, so from a cost perspective, I don't know that drawing the lines around that, that are artificially drawn around states and eliminating those solves anything so so i think that that's one thing uh he op he also promised uh to block grant medicaid which is something we've talked about on this program before and that would convert an entitlement into block grants or lump sum payments made to the states and the states get to decide how to use the money that might actually be a better way of providing resources to those who need medicaid or ex uh, exchange dollars mm -hmm. than a federal government-run bureaucratic program. But he, I think he also talked about prescription drugs maybe later in his answer. Mm -hmm. He talked about prescription drugs, but he hasn't detailed how he would fix the problem. So I don't know that we got any specific, any more specifics, but it was nice to hear a health care question. It was on, nice the to see. I just don't know where we are from either one of them after, um, after that question and answer session you can go to their websites and, and read this but I, I just don't see much changing with health care regardless of the outcome of the election and I, I get this question all the time you can't repeal the law and even if you did how do you undo these massive 
mergers that have happened these these hospitals that have joined together for um all of these things you just can't undo that well and you can't undo all of the mergers that of that are happening in the insurance industry either or bring back the co-ops that have gone the way of the dodo i mean you can't do that so So, it really is a, a question that's probably above both of our pay grades at this point i don't think that there's anybody really out there that knows if if someone were to come up with a solution they would they they would be the million dollar person Mm-hmm. They'd get rich real fast because whoever it is, I mean, I've heard Amazon talking, or you know, Jeff Bezos has talked about it, but I don't think there's a lot of pushback. I think it's going to take a mad, angry voting populace. Maybe not this election, but maybe the next election and the next election after that. It's going to be multiple elections to get things changed. Yeah, it's going to be a long haul type of thing. So mm-hmm. let's take a time out and um, reflect on that for a moment before we shift into our, our next uh, topic. Should big health insurance become like Walmart to lower costs? We uh, we should talk about that. I saw that article. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And we're going to talk about the price effects of these uh, cross-market hospital mergers. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, something that, that we've we've visited a little bit about, and then I wanted to um, you did uh, talk about somebody with a solution and um, some testimony from the House Subcommittee on Energy and Commerce from uh, from uh, Scott Gottlieb, who's a, a smart dude on this issue. Yes, he is. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. You take your calls if you want. Four zero two three four two twelve ninety eight hundred five seven seven. 1290 online at facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge and our SoundCloud page where you can listen to our greatest hits, uh, 20 of our favorite segments. They're, uh, they're really great. You're going you're gonna to love them. Check them out. We'll be right back. And they're getting whacked. So you've got this crazy system where all of a sudden 25 million more people have health care and then the people are out there busting it sometimes 60 hours a week wind up with their premiums doubled and their coverage cut in half. 